Hi everyone and welcome to the latest edition of Marketing Week's This Much I Learn podcast. I'm Charlotte Rogers, Features Editor at Marketing Week and today I'm joined by Kirsty Sadler, former Sustainability and Values Director at Leon. Kirsty first joined Food2Go chain Leon in 2015 as Brand and Marketing Director, guiding the company through a period of nationwide growth as its style of healthy fast food enjoyed surging popularity. After leaving in 2018 for a return to the agency world, Sadler rejoined Leon in February 2020 as Sustainability and Values Director, a matter of weeks before the country went into lockdown. At the onset of the crisis, Leon pivoted at pace, creating Feed NHS, a platform that enabled the public to donate money to fund hot food for frontline NHS workers. The campaign raised £150,000 in its first four hours of operation. Under Sadler's stewardship, Leon then developed the Feed Britain platform, which allowed consumers to buy grocery boxes and meals direct from the producers selling into the restaurant supply chain. After a busy year, Sadler has now left Leon to become CMO at startup New Foundation Farms. Positioned as the UK's first regenerative brand and business, the New Foundation Farm's approach to food growing creates a positive environmental impact, helping guarantee soil health and rich biodiversity. Welcome, Kirsty. Thank you. To start off, could you tell me a bit more about your experience of pivoting the Leon brand at the onset of COVID-19 in a way that also stayed true to the brand values? Yes. So, I mean, I was very lucky in having the opportunity um, to go back to Leon, um, which is both a brand and a business um, that I really admire and that I have enjoyed or I had enjoyed years working in before. When we were approaching um, the beginning to middle of March, and I'll talk kind of um, specifically perhaps um, about Feed NHS, but then um, come on to Feed Britain as well, which I must say I cannot take claim for. Um, Although I was part of some of the discussions as we set up Feed Britain, that wasn't actually um, something that I worked as much on. Um, But I think uh, Leon as a business um, has always maintained the mission of making it easier for everyone to eat well and live well. And I think really in the 16 years, 17 years before we reached March last year, that had obviously always been in positive times and in times when people had choice, um, you know, when people really were able to consider all of their options, um, you know, particularly if they had the means to and decide what they would buy and eat. And obviously we saw a lot of that dramatically changing in March um, for all of us as it became harder to get the food that we wanted to um, from supermarkets, but it became particularly hard um, for NHS staff. And our Leon restaurants, um, actually, particularly in London, um, tend to be very close to some of London's major hospitals. I actually think that one of the first ways in which we started really thinking about how could we do more just came from uh, the counter, really. It came from the conversations that our teams were having with their NHS staff who really were regulars, um, you know, in normal times. And it just became obvious from uh, the reports that we were getting on a weekly basis from a transaction point of view as well as the conversations that we were hearing back from our restaurants was just the extreme level of pressure that the staff were under and of course that was from doing their jobs in the wards with the threat of covid but a lot of it was actually from the fact that a lot of hospitals do rely on the provision of restaurants and eateries and cafes like leon around them a lot of nhs hospitals don't actually have food provision for their staff and so for us a lot of what we're doing in leon is actually it's people business you know a lot of why we have the team members that we do working in the restaurants is so that they can 
deal with customers, serve them, you know, have a conversation with them, get to know them. So it became obvious that where was more that we needed to do because we'd increased our NHS discount to 50%, but we just needed to no longer expect the staff to be able to come into the restaurants. We needed to take the food to them. And so we had a call from uh, the actor, Damien Lewis, um, actually to our co-founder and CEO, John Vincent. He couldn't take the call, but he actually called me and just said, look, can you call him back? I'm not so sure what it's about, but I think it's, you know, it's to do with the COVID crisis and it is to do with the NHS. So I called him back and that's when he told us about the work and the conversations he'd had because he and his wife, Helen McCrory, were very keen to do what they could to support what we all saw now at this point coming with the lockdown. And he put us in touch with Imperial Trust, who run a number of the really large hospitals in London. And we just started having a discussion around what would a reliable and healthy service look like for meals to get to staff who really critically needed it as we were entering lockdown and for a period that obviously we didn't know how long it would last. It's an amazing um, response and, and fantastic to hear that, you know, having those conversations on the ground and you sort of realise the need of the NHS workers and, and what was happening uh, and then kind of collaborating with other people, you know, stars who were interested in sort of making a, a difference. And I wanted to find out like how you sort of brought Feed NHS and, and then latterly Feed Britain to life as concepts, because obviously things start out as great ideas, but it's like then you've got to actually make it happen. Yes, there is a line that John uses a lot um, in the Leon business, irrespective of, you know, where we're at in the time. And that is we have a strategy and it's called doing things. Um, and I think that, um, you know, particularly as you grow as a business, um, you know, from a sort of small to midsize or even beyond this idea of being able to turn a thought or a plan into action and implement it is really, really important. And there was no more important time to take that attitude and respond in that way than the COVID pandemic we faced and the lockdown that came. It really, I think, was realising, um, you know, what is possible when you have an operation uh, like we do at Leon. You know, one of the massive strengths of the business has been um, to be able to deliver quality food at scale and for a reasonable price. And so we just followed that through and modelled what was um, the most reasonable price, if you like, to cover food cost and then be able to um, prepare those meals and take them into the hospitals. And I think it's just important to note that something that was slightly different about the way that we did it was we were in direct contact both with the staff in the key units that we wanted to serve, but actually also with um, the hospital management. And that just meant that it was food that was able to support the staff on a daily basis and was delivered at a time of day when we needed a break. So one of the crucial things about the service was that we set it up in agreement with the NHS staff in the ICU wards because we got to really understand what was it that would ensure that they could eat these meals and they could eat them safely because these were people now who were under extreme stress and were working 12-hour shifts, were in really hot and difficult to manage and get out of PPE. So we understood what they needed and what was possible for them. And we also um, had a connection with the hospital trusts. It was quite a sort of systemic model, if you like. You know, the food wasn't unsolicited and it didn't come in in a way or at a time of day that didn't mean that it was going to be um, really useful. And so the services we set up were on the basis of a set number of meals being delivered at the same time every day, volunteers from the hospital collecting and distributing those meals. And then we had the service running in a way where the menu plan changed on a weekly basis as well. 
so that people could genuinely expect that if they were vegetarian or vegan, that they would find something that they could eat. And, you know, there were all sorts of things around the way in which we packed the delivery bags so that the right selection of meals went to the right wards. And so we started the service with Imperial and UCLH um, in the last week of March, and we continued serving through to the end of June. And I think the other dynamic on it was um, this was a meeting a need with the NHS that we knew that our operational system could deliver. And then also, though, on the other side of it, it became a partnership with Feed Our Frontline, which was another group of a number of different restaurant operators like Tortilla, Frank Amanka, Paul Bakery, The Real Greek, Farmer J, who they themselves had come together. And what came from our conversation um, with Damien Lewis and Helen McCrory and also uh, Matt Lucas was they obviously helped give us real profile and they led on the fundraising and the public fundraising. So what we were able to do was manage that fundraising system, have it cover the costs of the meals we were delivering from Leon, but also have it cover the costs of meals that were delivered from the restaurants that had grouped together as Feed Our Frontline. And that meant we were able to achieve a much greater coverage um, that led to us um, supporting either directly through service or through the funding of Feed NHS, supporting meals in um, South Wales, North Wales, Birmingham, Manchester, Scotland, um, and a lot of the South East as well, where obviously some of the pressure um, was greatly felt. I think it's an amazing effort. And just the idea when you talk about forming a coalition as well, uh, and the fact that it's interesting what an experience like COVID kind of teaches you about the strength of your brand values, but also taking that initiative to sort of step up during a crisis. What has it taught you about the strength of and the importance of brand purpose and values, but also on a personal level about your own resilience? That is a great question. I think brand purpose is talked about a lot. And the truth is, it's just not something that you can develop in a sentence or a paragraph. The purpose is something that it really needs to be felt in the culture of the business and the people that work in it. And that then is reflected in what you do, what you serve, what you make day to day. That did come to bear very much last year in um, what I worked on setting up with Feed NHS, but also um, what other people in the Leon business, particularly like Shireen Ritchie, our head of operations in setting up Feed Britain. And it was just a belief that there were people that needed help and there was work that needed to be done. And actually what sort of positive or negative impact that had commercially on Leon definitely was a second thought. It came later. And I think that this idea of serving people and making it easier for them to eat well has been something that's led Leon for all the time that it has been in existence. And I think really, without it sounding a cliche, there was just a lot of pride in being able to take that further um, and by uh, kind of acting on the, the mission differently. Um, last year. And I think it's crucial because the idea of a mission and what everybody believes the purpose of the business to be, and also therefore the values, they really do come to bear um, in times of stress and pressure. And unfortunately, um, this is the case, I think, in a lot of things when trying to create change, whether that is in people's um, shopping behaviour, or in their attitudes to situations or issues in life, a lot of it, actually, the change really happens when there is a real sense of challenge or a sense of pressure. Lots of businesses, I think, who were able to continue operating in some way, I think will have learned a huge amount through last year. It was a huge wake up call, really, to what is it that guides the business and to you know, how the culture manifests itself. 
Without doubt, definitely. Obviously, that was the year that's, that's been and gone. But you've now kind of stepped away from the nationwide chain that is Leon and you've moved into the startup world. So can you tell me a bit more about your decision to make that switch? And also explain a bit more about the, the mission behind New Foundation Farms, which sounds really intriguing. While at Leon, I um, was doing a lot of research into how can um, the business start to um, do more around its environmental performance. Obviously, it had sustainability in my job description and it was it's a huge part of what I care about and what Leon's committed to. And I did quite a lot of reading around soil health. And I think just the sort of not entirely understood connection between the um, health of the soil directly contributing to the nutrient value of the produce that comes from it, which of course then really just affects the health outcomes of the people eating that food. And I came across an article around regenerative agriculture, which is now a more developing practice in the UK. It's really beginning to happen at scale in the US and other markets like Australia. But it is this principle of um, actually not ploughing the land, of maintaining cover crops year round, and of really recognising that it is better to farm the land for the health of the soil and use that as the guide rather than farming purely with a view to what the yield might be and what the produce could be. So then I came across um, the writings of Mark Drewell and him and his business partner, Marcus Link, were setting up um, a company, New Foundation Farms, which was aiming to, at, at scale, apply the approach of regenerative agriculture and actually take that from a farm site. So the farming and the produce that comes from it. And one of the big things about regenerative is to actually create a true diversity of produce from a land area rather than obviously what is typically happening with conventional agriculture is, you know, it might be a sheep farm or it might be a particular crop, but it doesn't necessarily have diversity of produce that comes from it. And I just was really inspired because there is a real benefit the whole way through the value chain here. You're looking at improving ecological outcomes of farming. You are looking at having uh, more nutrient dense produce coming from it. You are also looking at being able to then process that produce on site, which maintains more of a value for the farm and indeed actually the local community. And we are seeing just continued loss of value for rural communities um, as we just become an increasingly urbanised country. And then I think that there really is a time, particularly as a result of COVID now, for people to be more engaged with what is the nutritional value of what I'm eating. You know, I am with every meal I choose, I am having some influence on my health outcomes because, you know, food and diet um, and all of that, as Leon has long believed, does have a very strong impact um, on both your health and your overall quality of life. And so I've joined New Foundation Farms and we're going through our first round of fundraising to be able to acquire a farm and prove the application of regenerative agriculture. And I also just think for me personally, um, I do want to be able to have more direct impact and more positive impact at scale. We just don't really have a lot of time left to make some of the really significant changes I think we need to. That's both for the environment, but as well as for ourselves, actually, socially and individually. And so that's really a large part of why I've chosen to join them. Um, and I think also just this year, I think most people in the UK, they really want and they need positive stories. You know, they need to see people taking action and people looking to create change. And they need to find those ways that are easier for them to be able to make better choices as well, particularly around food. Absolutely. I was just nodding my head there, just thinking it, it's so true that that consumers really are sort of crying out for that, those solutions and people to kind of, you know, bring that onto the agenda and, and, and bring them ideas of how they can 
you know, make better choices. It sounds intriguing, it does sound, sound brilliant. And I wanted to ask us, you know, obviously like on, on a personal level, you, you know, you were working flat out with Leon and kind of everything you were doing around supporting the NHS last year. Now you've moved on to a brand new project with New Foundation Farms. How have you balanced all the, the different challenges with also the fact that you're a parent? Like how have you kind of managed all this? Yeah, I think a lot of people um, really have, have shared this challenge. You know, if you live with other people and you have dependents, I think it's been really, really tough. And I say that really, whether it's children or just anyone else, I suppose, that looks at you sort of practically um, or emotionally for support. Um, and I think particularly my kids are six and nine. And so, you know, we've had the challenge of, of homeschooling them as best as we can. I think the main thing is um, to just recognise really how you might be feeling at a particular hour or on a particular day and just be honest and accept that that is how you're feeling that day. Because, you know, I had some days where, you know, you feel kind of quite energized and I, you know, I felt very lucky actually that the work I did last year felt very purposeful. But, you know, there are also days where you're just exhausted and no one in your household seems happy and everybody's quite frustrated and you feel you just kind of can't, you're not able to do the right thing. But a lot of that is obviously because we were all having to live in a pretty restricted way. But I also, to be honest, a huge part of it for us was music. We listened to lots of music. We spent quite a lot of time. Um, I spent quite a lot of time with the kids discovering new music because I think there's nothing uh, that helps cheer everyone up like blasting out the radio and just having a good dance in the kitchen. And it's funny, I think those sort of smaller, more excitable moments were some of the most important things that I was able to do with my kids just to sort of alleviate what felt sometimes quite a sort of heavy atmosphere, really, and a heavy set of feelings. Kirsty, thanks so much. It's been lovely hearing from you um, about your journey in 2020 and everything that you have planned for 2021, and um, particularly how you're pushing the sustainability agenda. Thanks so much. Thanks, Charlotte. We hope you enjoyed this latest edition of Marketing Week's This Much I Learn podcast and check out the next episode coming soon on iTunes, Spotify and SoundCloud. That just leaves me to thank Kirsty and you for listening. Thanks.